Okay, so we are on Yedgimel Aleph. And we are at... Um, towards the bottom, before it gets to the wide, before the lines get totally wide. Um, like two lines from where it gets to, from two lines in the bottom of the, of the medium sized lines before it gets wide. So the Gemara there had told us a story that um, that uh, if Yosef was learning Maestro Merkava and the, the Zikhanim of Pumatisa were learning um, were learning Maestro and they said let's make a trade we'll teach you Maestro you teach us Maestro Merkava so he taught them Maestro they taught him Maestro and then they said okay teach us Maestro and he's like and he said actually no it's not a good idea and he gave a couple of examples to call Psukim you know let's keep things positive while they're good before we turn things you know to a place we don't want to go so he did so but then the, con- the, the conversation continued so Amru Lay he said to him Tanina Bahu Adva Yomer Eli Ben Adam so he said to him well we actually the truth is we've already learned and, and, and really delved into this you know the story of Maestro Rakava till the Pasuk Vayomer Eli Ben Adam which is the beginning of the second Berg of Yichesa. The Maestro Merkava actually takes place in the first Berg of Yichesa. I think we mentioned before, it's the Haftorah of Shavuos morning, so that no one pays attention to it, because sleeping. Um, and uh, I don't know if that's really why, but it happens to be true. Um, but um, he's like, what do you mean? I don't remember that. So there's reason sometimes why. Um, but it, it ends, meaning the Maestro Merkava is mainly the first Berg of Yichesa. And then is the end of that conversation. Because at the end of Maestro Merkava, he, he bows down, like, out of, you know, seen so much, and he bows down. So they said to him, Well, we, we've gotten to that point. So he responds, So if, if you've already gotten that far, then you have heard it all, then you've learned it already. So I don't know what you're looking to get from me, uh, because it sounds like you've learned the whole thing. So Gemara says, whoa, whoa, Mesebe. Is that really true? That's, that, you know, that's the whole thing? How, how long? You know, what, to what stage in reading of the Psukim in Yecheskel, Perak Aleph, and Perak Beis is Maeser Merkava? So Rebbe Omer, Ad Ve'era Basra. Rebbe says, it's till the word Ve'era the second time. The second time says Ve'era. Let me see in a second. Rebbe Yisach Omer, Ad HaChashmal, until the word HaChashmal. So, the bottom line is, if you t- if it, within, the, within the story itself, so the, those two psukim are the end. So, the, it, the whole thing is 28 psukim long. And Pasuk Kav Zayin and Kav Ches, so Pasuk Kav Zayin um, says, Va'eira ke'in chashmal, and I saw something like, you know, chashmal, we're going to explain what chashmal is, kemarei eish, so it, the the description that's going on here, and by the way, the, the reason why, one of the reasons that the Chazal are so careful in my is because it's actually this, it sounds like a description of Hashem's body. That's what it sounds like. Right? They're explaining, you know, saw from the from the waist down, this, which is confusing if we know that one of the Yugen Bikari Muna, according to vast vast majority we've shown him is that God doesn't have a body. So if people would just read this and, and think they understand it, they would believe that God has a body, which, in fact, He doesn't. So it all must be, it's really parable. It's not, it doesn't really mean that God has a body. 
But the point is, that pasuk says va'ira, right? That second to last pasuk of the, of, of the parak says, and I saw the following things, and then the next pasuk kimarei hakeshes asher yeh be'anan va'yom hageshem kain marei anogas aviv who marei dimus kol Hashem va'ira ve'apol apanai ve'eshma kol midaber. So I saw the following thing, and I saw it, and then I fell on my face. So, and and before that, you heard the word hashemal, which is even earlier. Point point is that both of these pesukim, whether it's pasuk havzayin in uh, the first parak or Pasuk of Chesnitz in the first parak are both earlier than Vayomer Allah bin Adam Amor Aragalacha which is the beginning of the second parak. So they said we already got to the second parak to, to the beginning of the second parak and he said okay so then you go to Maya Kava and the Gemara says well wait a second that's really you have to go that far to get to Maya Kava? I thought Maya Kava was over even earlier than that. That's what the Gemara is bothered by. So the Gemara answers Ad um, Ve'ere now, what we say, we, we don't mean to say that that Maestro Merkava is only up to the word Vayir. That's not what we meant. What we meant is that until that, that place, you can um, teach it. Again, teach it to one individual who you think can handle it and, and is smart enough and, can, and sophisticated enough to, 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 to appreciate it. But even if it's to you know, a teacher and a student, that's only until Vayir. But from Ve'ira until the end, that's not even something you can't even teach that one individual. Can be taught that you give them the, we mentioned before, Rashi Prakim, you give them the general ideas, but you cannot give them the details. Um, so that when he says that you got through the whole Maestro Merkava, what he means to say is that, yeah, even the part that we're not supposed to even really teach you, that you're just supposed to learn on your own. Another possibility. Or no, until Vaira, that's when we give you just the basics. Right? We don't teach you the details. And from that point on, uh, you don't even teach the Rashi Prakim. We said that if you, if you understand, great. If you don't, you don't. But the point is, it doesn't mean to say when we mentioned before that the, the Maish Merkava ends at Vaira or ends at Achashmal. That's not really true. It just means either that, that, um, that's when we start teaching you just the, the, you know, the, the framework, or it means that's the point where we stop teaching entirely, but, you, but if a person wants to actually know it, they have to learn towards the end of that parak uh, on their own. But regardless, the point is that it's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not a contradiction. They said we learned until the beginning of the second parak of Yecheskel, and he says you'll learn the whole Maestro Merkava, and these, in, the, in this argument before, which was that Maestro Merkava actually ends earlier, because it's just a question of, how many details can be taught to somebody um, within this 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 uh, this piece? Fine. Um, fine. But the Gemara continues to ask: Umidar shiran b'chashmal. Can a person be dorish the word? This word chashmal, because they said again. We said one of the. Yitzchak said, "What's what's the end of Ma'as uh, Merkava? Al ha'chashmal." He mentions because he mentions Yitzchak mentions seeing this thing called chashmal. So is a person allowed to be dorish what chashmal is? There was a child who uh, was learning the word or what the concept of chashmal is. Um, and the fire came out and it, uh, and it you know, uh, killed him. So you see that learning chashmal is, is very da- what chashmal is, is very dangerous. So says the Gemara, shiny yinuka A child's different. A child was just too young. It doesn't mean that no person can learn it, but it means that this child was. Uh, you know, not at the right time to do so. So yeah, it's dangerous for the wrong person, but it doesn't mean that people who are mature and older and can, and can really understand shouldn't do so. So Amr Yehuda Baram 
Zachor Oswa Ish, Litov, Yechanan ibn Chiski Yeshemo, Yomalehu, Nignaz Sefer Yechesko. So, so Yehuda says we have to remember Hanan ibn Chizkiya is an important person and why is he so important? He's remembered for good because if it wasn't for him Sif Yechezka would have been basically removed from Tanakh it would be something that we didn't learn Chazal would have put it away Why? Because there's elements in Sif Yechezka that seem to be um, contradictory to Torah in general um, If you look at Rashi what does it mean? Things that are so sir divrei Torah. Um, I think Rashi says that. Yeah, look where it says Nigna is a safe for Yechaskel. Four lines in the bottom of Rashi. She yish besofo dvarim be karbonos. She so sir divrei Torah. In the end of Sefer Yechaskel, there's a conversation about karbonos that seem to go against um, uh, halachos. For example, there's one place in Yechaskel where it says that Kohanim. I now not the Nilveil and Trefa, an animal that wasn't Shakti Kurekhir, an animal that dies in the wilderness on its own and gets killed. So um, it says that a Kohen can eat Nilveil and Trefa. But the implication is that everyone else can. That's not true. No, no Jew can eat Nilveil and Trefa. There's another time when the, where the Sefer Chesel talks about that on the seventh day of Nisan, there's some type of special korban people have to bring. We don't have such, such a halacha. I'm bringing a special korban on the seventh day. They should bring on the fourteenth day of Nisan, uh, or Shodesh Nisan, but not on the seventh day of Nisan. And there are other examples also. Um, this is something that, that I didn't see anyone else mention, but but uh, this is the parts again, of Yechesel that aren't Ma'aseh Merkava. Ma'aseh Merkava itself, for sure, like we mentioned before, has what seems to have description, the physical description of Kadosh Baruch Hu, which also is against what Chazal tell us that Kadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have a body. So there are a lot of elements of Yechesel that if we didn't have um, this individual. Hanani um, ben Chizkia, so they would have they would have put it away. So Masa, so what happened? Helu lo gimon meos garbage shemen for Yosef Beliyah. For Yosef, they gave him barrels and barrels of oil, oil in order to keep his lamp going. Right, Rashi says garbage shemen lahalik wasn't to eat, uh, wasn't to fry food, but it was in order to make sure that he had sufficient light up in the in an attic, and he sat and he darshaned all these psukim that seemed to be uh, to go against. Uh, the halacha go against things we know from the Torah and he explained them away so that we can continue to have Sefer Yechazka fine continues the Gemara Tanu Rabban Ma'isa betinok echa there was a child Shahaya Kori bebeis rabo besefer Yechazka he was sitting in his Rebbe's in, in, his, in his school or whatever and in the house of his Rebbe and he was learning Sefer Yechazka v'hayamevin b'chashmal and he was trying to understand the word chashmal v'yatsa eish mechashmal v'sarfaso and uh, fire came out from, from the word chashmal, whatever, and it, and, it, and it burned him. And they wanted at that point to get rid of Sefer Chesla, it's just too dangerous. So Amnon Chanani ben Chizkiah, and Chanani ben Chizkiah said to them, He said, What? You want to get rid of it because this kid unfortunately used it in the wrong way? Not clear if this is two different stories from the one we saw before, or the same story. But he, but he basically says to them, what, what? Because this child used it wrong, so everyone's as smart as him? No, everyone's smarter than him, meaning he's a child. He doesn't understand. So just because someone is, is irresponsible with, uh, with Sefer Yechezkel doesn't mean that we have to get rid of this, that no one ever has the benefit of it. Okay, but the Gemara says enough of this. Now that we've talked so much about the danger, the potency of Chashmal, what is Chashmal? What is this? So my Chashmal, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, Chayos Eish Mimalalos. So it's, a, it's an acronym. Okay, what does that mean? Rashi says in the top left, 
Chayos Eish Mimalalos, Eish Yotze Mudiburan, that when the Chayos HaKodesh would speak, so fire would come out of their mouths, whatever that means. Okay, Masnisatana, Itim Chashos, Itim Mimalalos. So according to the, 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 the Masnisa has, a little different, that what? That um, the word Chashmal is because sometimes the Chayos are Chashos, sometimes they're quiet, Chash, and sometimes they are Mimalalos, Mal. Chashmal, sometimes they're quiet, sometimes they're loud. Um, but the point being that they respond depending on how, what's going on in the, up, up in Shemayim. The Gemara is explain right now. speaking, so the chayos are quiet. And when a kadosh is not speaking, so then mamalos, then they then they speak, and when they speak, they make noise. The fire fire comes out of their mouths. So it's certainly a very a very powerful thing that's going on with chashmal. Fascinating that whoever was writing in modern Hebrew used the word chashmal to mean electricity. Right, so it's, uh, why that is? You talk about the danger of it, that, how it's you know has just tremendous potency, etc. Fascinating. They use the word chashmal to mean uh, to mean electricity. But uh, okay, the achayos ratzova shov kamarei habazak. So the chayos go back and forth like the uh, like the vision of the bazak. My ratzova shov. What does that mean? They go back and forth. Amr Yehuda keor hayotzim piyakivshad. It's like fire that comes out of the bottom of, a, of an oven that the fire kind of like goes in and out you see high, right? we know that fire kind of like right, moves back and forth it flickers so if you have a fire in, the, in, the, in, a, in, a, in an oven like that so it can come come out and come in my kamare bazak. what does it mean like the like the you know the vision of of bazak it's like the fire it's like the light that comes from between the shards of, of clay um, also within this like the glow Sort of that happens within when there's a fire burning inside an in, inside a you know a, an oven like that. Okay, and then I saw and I saw some type of stormy wind coming from the north. It's this big. It was this big cloud, and there's fire mixed in there, and there's some type of you know glow around it. And then from inside of it, there's some type of fire, whatever it is exactly. Uh, uh, this, this energy coming out of the, of the fire. So the Gemara asks, where, where is it going? This, this you know, storm, this fiery storm is going to destroy the world. Which is or to control the world, you know, from the hands of Nuchadnezar, the, the, the evil one. The Kokachlam, and why, why are we doing all this? So that, so that the uh, world shouldn't say that Hashem gave his, his world over to this you know, lowly nation, right? The Babylonians who are, who are conquering Eretz Israel. So, who made me? God says, I died. I that now I'm a, I'm like a, you know, a worker. I'm working for these Ovdei Avodah Like they, they've taken control of me and my nation. It's because of your Averos, He says that uh, that have made this happen. Obviously, the Kadosh Baruch can do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to let it happen, but he decides to because of the of the sins of Am Okay. 
So I saw, he says, I saw the, the, these Chayos HaKodesh, and I saw then one Ofan, and Ofan is another type of, uh, you know, uh, angelic being, and I saw it in the, in, in the earth. So it's confusing because he's, he's up in Maisa Merkava, he's up by the Ribbon Sholem. But somehow he sees an Ofan, which is Ba'aretz, which is in the earth. So Amr Balazar, Malach Echad Shehu Omid Ba'aretz, Viroshu Magia Eitzalachayos. So there's a certain, this, this Ofan is a, uh, a type of Malach who stands on the earth and his head goes all the way up to the Chayos. So if you remember before, we mentioned how many hundreds of years of worth of travel it would take to go from the earth all the way up to the rakia like that. But Masnisatana uh, Sandalfon Shmo, this this Malach, his name is Sandalfon. Hagavoa me Havero me Hale Khamesh Mio Shana. He is not he's not five hundred five hundred year you know uh, travel years tall. He's five hundred travel years taller than anybody else. If the Omid Akhariha Mirkavi stands behind the chariot of Hashem, the kosher Ksarium Lakono and he and he uh, ties um he ties um, crowns for his creator, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You find that language also, kosher ksarim, that when Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to the Torah, he sees HaKadosh Baruch Hu being kosher ksarim to the osios, and he's putting the crowns on the letters themselves. It's interesting, the same language, that you have the, the, the Malach creating ksarim for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, the, the, so some of the Mepharshim explained this idea that he's being kosher, that he's being kosher ksarim, that he's making these... Uh, these crowns for Hashem, that these crowns are made of, what are they made out of? So some of Farshim explained that they're made out of Kaddish, Baruch Hu, Amenei those are the things that, that make up make up the crown of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why a person responding to Baruch Hu and, and, and uh, Kaddish and I mean, etc. has this Kedusha has this ability to literally, right? That's whatever, whatever it really means. But that's the, that's the, the, the imagery here, that when we praise Yibam Shalom, it's not for nothing. It actually goes all the way up to the, to the Kisya Kavod, and, and this angel is, takes those words and makes a, a crown for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. says, really? Is that really true? Right? It says that Hashem is, the, the, the blessed is the, blessed is the, the honor of Hashem from His place. Lake of the Yadale. I mean that Hashem is, is over there, right? Hashem is Baruch, he's blessed from that place where he is, meaning that we don't know where that place is. So Gemara says, the Amar Sham, the Amar Sham uh Ataga, the Azova Yasibirash. I mean the, the, the this the even this Malach didn't uh Sandalfon doesn't know exactly what Kashbrahu is, but he, he makes these Ksarim and they and they kinda on their own, they they head towards the Kharashbrahu's quote Head. Hashem doesn't have a head. Right? But they go, they go on their own to the right place. He doesn't place them on Hashem right? because that's impossible. Okay. So, Amarava, Koshiraya Cheskil, Rayashayah. So, Yeshayahu also has uh, some type of vision which is similar of what the Rebbe Sholem's you know, abode looks like up there. And so, Rav says, whatever Yeshayahu saw, Yeshayahu also saw. So, what's Yeshayahu like? The Ben Kfar Shiraya is like the the you know farm boy who saw the king, the the big is like the city boy who sees a kadosh baruch I I assume that the city boy is considered more sophisticated than the ben kfar. Um, I assume so. 
Um, but the point is they both saw the same thing, but you know, each one of them is coming from their own perspective. In a certain sense, Yishayahu even was even more prepared to see this, this vision. Okay. Um, what does it mean? I shall sing to Hashem uh, because he's the most exalted, right? We saw that this week in the Shira Sayam. So, Shira Lamishim is Al So, I'm going to sing a song to the one who's exalted upon, upon, over those who are already exalted, meaning the one who is so high up and so great that he's greater than even the great ones. What do we mean? The Amramar, Melach Shebachayos Ari, the king of the, of the wild, as we know. The king of the jungle, right, is, is, the, is the, the lion. Melech Shebebehemos, but of the domesticated animals. Who's the king of the domesticated animals? That's the shore, that's the ox. Melech Shebeofos Nasher, the king of birds, of fowl, is the, um, it translated as eagle. Is that translated? Yes. Eagle, yeah. Uh, the Adam, Miska Alem. And Adam is, uh, you know, exalted upon, higher than all of them. And Hashem is, uh, is, you know, obviously rules over all of these kings. The kings of the animals, the kings of the birds, the, and, and, and the king, the human being, who's king over the whole world. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu is the Melech Akolaretz on all of them. Um, fine. So maybe we'll, uh, we'll stop here and then we're going to have one more conversation about the faces of these uh, Chayos and what they look like and try to figure some of that out. Okay, Shukach.